0: Grand Moff Tarkin, I am honored by your visit.
1: Welcome to Grand Moff Tarkin, delicately curated, long-form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga tailored to the modern fanatic, brought to you lovingly in weekly increments by the loquacious yet soothing voices of your hosts, Riley, me, Jake, and Isaac. On the couch. On the Skype couch. Skype couch. Uh... Welcome to our show. It has been... Here it is. ...5,000 years since I've hosted. That is not true. I think it's been close to 5,000 years. I think you did Can the video game a episode. Can
0: we timeline that kind of takes <laughs> back to the last time you hosted?
1: It was the video game episode. I thought it
2: had been a long time, but it had really just been a long time since we have been in the same room together, and I had it's really true. hosted an episode like the last week, and I just forgot about it, so <laughs>
1: sorry for hosting that Phasma episode. No, that's all right. I don't care. I actually don't like hosting, so... We've but, noticed, but this week we have a specific reason why I'm hosting because we are talking about the book Leia, is Princess. That it, is of, it just called?
2: Okay, it's called Leia, Princess of Alderaan. Okay, I like, almost said Princess of Organa.
1: <laughs> Princess of Organa. It's, it's the latest. Still true. It's the latest book by Claudia Gray. Correct. Yeah, buddy. Okay. And I am the only one who have not read it, and I have no plans to read it. I do you feel like my grammar was wrong there, but I don't care. It was. Yeah. And do you hate good books? Uh, yeah. Okay. Dorian Gray, worst book of all time. <laughs> um, I have an intimate knowledge of that book. Ask me anything about it, and I'll tell you. <laughs> so anyway, does we're
0: talking... Does the D in Claudia Gray's name stand for uh, Dorian? It does. Claudorian-a-Grey? Uh,
1: Claudorian-a-Grey. Uh, <laughs> Jedi.
0: Claudorian-a-Grey uh, Jedi. Now we have to call her for this episode.
1: Sure, we have to call her Claudorian-a-Grey uh, Jedi for now, now we're on. making <laughs> jokes that everyone can get along with and enjoy.
2: hmm
1: Anyway, I haven't read it. These two chuckleheads have read it. What in the world kind so, of show is this? So we're going to talk about it. But but before we do that, oh, yeah, also we apologize. Isaac is again on Skype. He um, couldn't be here in person. I don't apologize for him. You know what? You're right. We will not apologize. No. Isaac, will you apologize?
0: I'll issue you one half of an apology to okay. kind of okay. even the deck.
2: No, right. no, no, no. You have to do an apology the second half of the episode, and then your apology will carry over into the next episode.
0: <laughs> Sounds fair. <laughs>
1: speaking of carrying over do we have any pod grooming to take care of oh,
0: right off the oh guys
2: um just to if you're a new listener to our show you're not because we don't have that but um a lot of podcasts talk about uh having to do a little housekeeping up top yeah and it's just a cool thing to say on a podcast so cool. and if you listen to podcasts you may have noticed shows that say that we like to do a little pod grooming
1: up top oh yeah
0: it's get, just get classier. up in there
1: groom it up we like to get well, in, in there and groom pod it.
0: Song, Riley? you know what i should
1: make a i should make a pod grooming song
2: welcome oh, to good. pod grooming and one of the things that we simply must groom is uh an episode dedication yes which i'm woefully unprepared for right because i had not written down the sequence of events so we'll see how this goes oh that's right
1: um well, first get to the dedication, and then we'll explain the problem. We don't, have. don't tell me what to do. Isaac, <laughs> well, who are we chemistry dedicating? Is, chemistry is great in person.
2: <laughs> I love it. I'd actually do too. <gasps> we're best friends. Aww. So we are going to read, everybody loves this more than anything in the world. We need to provide some kind of incentive for people to continue listening during this segment.
1: So
0: loud! Uh, anyway. Sorry. <laughs> no,
1: you're not. We call this Reading Our Emails. Great. It's the name of our segment. Great segment. Ro I think we call it pod grooming, but Mm -hmm. nice try. Roe Dameron, Reading Our Emails Dameron. Is there a
0: cabinet that needs open for this segment?
1: A lot of
2: podcasts, they have to do a little (laughs) bit of housekeeping up top. We don't like that term. Mm -mm. We're not in a house. (laughs) We're not in a house. we don't like keeping things. It's like we're Mm -hmm. not attached to material possessions. Nope. We like to groom things. Absolutely. We like podcasts. Mm.
0: If there's something I am attached to, it's
2: my own head of hair. Hey, great I joke. I don't get it. And so what we're talking about is pod <laughs> grooming. <laughs> so we're going to open up the pod grooming cabinet. Yeah, and I'm, I don't know why Isaac is having a, a breakdown. What's your email say? Well, it doesn't matter anymore. Let's Please not read it. Read it. I want to read it. I don't want to read it. I want to read it. Okay. Can I read it? Uh, I don't think you can. I don't think you've ever logged into our email.
0: Oh, <laughs> contraire.
2: Mon, frayer.
1: Mon frayer. Oh! Now
2: we're in. Now yeah. we're doing a podcast. I'm back into it. I love it. Pod grooming. This is an email from a little guy named
1: Matt. Say your words faster. <laughs> Say them faster.
2: He says, I love Star Wars, and I love your show. And he also says... Uh, we have wonderful insights into the different mediums of the Star Wars universe and are naturally funny. Now, guys, this is just compliments. It feels dirty to just read compliments on the it. air. I'm enjoying Disagree. it. Disagree. All right. Here we go. So he says, not so fast. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. I have some beef with you grandma Moff Talkers.
1: Mm. Oh, no. Now, Fair. this caught
2: my attention. Fair. Because I'm a vegetarian. No, yeah. not. Okay. Don't lie to the listeners. I'm sorry, listeners. I love Beef. So, I like this email quite a bit so far. The following is a list of things you have either not talked about or need to get more in depth with. And then he lists, just, I guess this listener thinks he could just
1: tell us what the show is now. We have told them that if they email in, we will talk about what they email. I don't
2: is. care what we've said. We have made it clear this Star Wars show is about not talking about Star Wars, it is about <laughs> Batman, it is about children's books.
0: Oh, boy. True.
2: No, he actually has some really good ideas. He lists the Star Wars Clone Wars, the Tarkovsky, Tartikovsky, version. R- R- Jar- Tartakovsky. He mentions the CGI movie Clone Wars. Star and the Clone Wars movie. And the, and the movie and the show. Movies? Star Wars Rebel, the show. Yeah. Star Wars Forces of Destiny shorts. Yeah, I don't know why he has pants that are made out of that show. 80s Troy's show. <laughs> 80s Ewoks show. <laughs> 80s Ewoks movies. Two of them. The Holiday Special. The Yoda Stories video game. And he says that's a joke, but I don't I, think that's a joke to me. I mean, I kind of like that That's game. the one I was most excited to hear. The Yoda stories? <laughs> the, th- the thing that listeners may want to hear is he says, get on it, guys. YA books are cool and all. In parentheses, they are not. <laughs> <laughs> but we, the Grand Moff Talkies, which is... I don't know if we should even continue this email, because it's Moffy Talkies. It and is And a real Moffy fan would know that. Um, he says, keep up the good work. And here's where... I'm going to continue reading this email. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So it says, other comments. And there's bullet points. My goodness. I know. My goodness. Listeners, if you write us an email. I feel like I'm in school. That is the length of a book. We will read it in its entirety on the air. It says, Jake, don't apologize, bro. Own your dark side. I don't like that bullet point. (laughs) I don't like (laughs) being mean.
1: It just happens. You now are the mean one. I know. Riley,
2: get out of my head. Riley frequently says what I am thinking. Riley is not dancing. Voice of the people, Riley. He's into it. Isaac, I need more of the delicious food and sports-based analogies. This is my favorite bullet point. He says the Shadows of the Empire episode was a glorious fever dream that had me running the gamut of emotions. I laughed, I cried, and I puked. Puke is an emotion, (laughs) right? My favorite. (laughs) The divergent discussion you guys took with the Nolan Batman trilogy is awesome in all caps you are one of the many inspirations for me starting my own podcast. So that's well, uh, very nice to say. Do Shoot, dang do it.
0: We, is he our pod baby?
2: He's our own pod uh, baby. We all three got together and we, we called the stork company and we said, hey, make us a baby. Thanks, Mac. Um, Thanks, Mac. We are going to dedicate an episode to you. Now, got Riley, why one. is that going to be difficult to dedicate an episode to him? Well,
1: look, this is a long story. I have all day. Good. I hope the listeners do. We'd love to... <laughs> There's nothing I would love more than to dedicate this whole episode to Mac.
0: We want to do it!
1: It'd be so great.
0: It's our heart we desire. We like Mac!
1: Heart desire. That's what it I would It's our heart, heart desire. Heart desire. Get
0: Big Mac is special sauce of an episode.
1: I would love that so much. I can't believe
0: that
2: you'd think that this is some joke that Mac has never heard before. <laughs> Certainly, he has in his entire life been called Big Mac. I doubt it.
1: So, here's the problem. We cannot dedicate this full episode to Mac because... Well, Isaac is going to explain why. Isaac, please explain why.
0: Okay, so the thing is, last episode, we tried to dedicate a full episode to the wonderful Comics with Kenobi podcast, We Failed. We tried!
2: We tried to do it. Now, but why couldn't we do it?
0: Well, here's the thing. Tell me. We tried to dedicate an entire episode to MJ Kano ECA.
2: Oh my goodness. We failed. Ugh. Terrible. Correct.
0: The episode before that... We mm. tried to dedicate an entire episode to There's, We failed What a, a catastrophe The episode before that We tried I'm to dedicate upset. an entire episode to E Mick B We failed
1: Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
0: The episode before that We tried We tried to dedicate to dedicate etiquette- <laughs> an entire episode to Ham Boodler We failed
2: <laughs> oh,
0: What is
1: that? <laughs> We're losing him. Keep going Keep going <laughs>
0: The, the the episode before that, we tried to dedicate an entire episode <laughs> to Earth Hoodie. We failed.
2: We ailed. We ailed.
0: The episode beforehand, <laughs> we eyed. He <We> ailed <laughs> to dedicate entire Oop to an <laughs> <laughs> Earth.
1: You missed out,
2: I heard it. I didn't hear Robert. Oh, oh see, so Miss Robert. Did we dedicate an episode to someone named Edward at some point? We
0: dedicated an episode to Robert. Which I don't guy, remember an Edward. It failed. It failed somewhere in that order.
1: Yeah. Oh my goodness. You know,
0: I tried and failed to put it in the correct order. That's guys. This is, <laughs> you got the it so close. right now. So basically, it's hard to order this.
2: Basically, Mac will have half of this episode. He'll finish up with dedication next week. It'll probably be fine because we haven't gotten any more emails or reviews mm-hmm. or comments on Twitter.
1: Yep. Uh, We're 45 minutes into the episode and have not talked about the book. Okay, so actually we're going to do that now. I'm officially closing the cabinet. (laughs) Okay, I knew someone would do it for me. And I knew Isaac (laughs) would do it. Thank you, Isaac. Cabinet's closed. We're going to talk about the book Leia, Princess of Alderaan by Claudiorian Gray. Is that what we were saying? Picture of Claudiorian Gray. Claudiorian Gray picture of claudorian gray jedi claudia gray is her real name i hate i hate what we called her and i refuse to say it the rest of the episode (laughs) um so i have not read this book you two have read this book you have mixed opinions and also we've read it you two the band i now get what you said i understand i'm ashamed (laughs) that i acknowledged it um i'd like to apologize to all my fellow countrymen before we get into spoiler territory can you, Isaac, give me your impressions of this book? Just give me, give me a look, give me your, your brief thoughts.
0: Go it ahead. was kind of a soggy fart for a Claudia Gray, Gray book, and that kind wow. Of me
1: well, okay, shouldn't have started. I with you, No, <laughs>
0: everything she does so much.
1: So you hated the book. So you did not like the book, Isaac. Is what I got from that. You don't had, like Star
0: Wars anymore. It had moments that were like just as good as anything in Bloodline or lost stars or even better but overall it was just kind of like fits and starts it was like a book that just never really got out of second gear for me and that really disappointed now me. i feel like how I'm many really
2: gears are in person. this metaphor hey how many gears are in this metaphor you're talking about because if hey. it's second out of two that's pretty good
0: see when
1: it like flattens hey, off hey, like gears. that that means it cut out because you were so loud <laughs> i don't want to know that <laughs>
0: Of the eight available gears oh, for wicked. young adult literature. So wait, I no, never got
1: bad. two out of eight. Is we save we try and save the review until the end? You know,
0: this is not a score. This is oh, just talking not? in okay. terms of
1: it's not the score.
0: Manual transmission, <laughs> as it applies to literature.
1: I've already got something planned for the how I'm going to make you guys score this book. So oh, I'm ex- cool. I'm cool! I'm excited. I'm Excited. Um, is it out of zero to one, Alderaans? <laughs> 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 no, that would have been a good one. It's not that. <laughs> Uh, okay, Jake, how did you feel about the book Leia, Princess of Al- uh, 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 Alderaan?
2: <laughs> I feel uh, much stronger about it uh, in a positive way. This Ooh. is a weird position for me to be in. It doesn't really feel like an episode of Grand Moff Talking, because first of all, all we've done is read emails. <laughs> and second of all...
1: That's pretty unbranded.
2: Um Yeah, that's true. Uh, I really like this book. Uh, if you listened to our Phasma episode, and I don't blame you if you didn't, because the audio quality was bad. Awful. I'll recap for you. I loved the story and I loved the world that it presented and the new ideas that it brought into Star Wars but I didn't like the way it was written. It felt a little weak. This book is kind of the opposite where I thought that it was really well written. I think Claudia Gray formed characters that were really compelling and it's brought in all these really great specific character details but the story is not that interesting on the surface. It's sort of you know, not an origin story for Leia in that you're following her from birth to New Hope, but it's you know her as a teenager becoming the princess of Alderaan. So and
0: I, I think don't... we agree, Jake. No, I think we're kind of in the same place.
2: We're we're not. We're not because overall.
0: Let me finish. God. No.
2: We <laughs> so much at
1: yelling in this episode. You have to let me finish. It is in the wall. It's in the she contract. It's in the contract you signed, Isaac. Isaac. That's why he talks Where? so much. We signed that contract. Oh boy.
0: <laughs> <it is>. <laughs> buddy. No, you, nice you can talk now. If you
2: please me, go for it. I don't like this episode. <laughs> so, what I was going to f- say, if Isaac. Uh, four or two over there. Yeah, Mr. Uh... You know, Isaac interrupts a little too much from my days on this show. <laughs> Pardon? If you fast forward any 15 <laughs> seconds, Isaac's He's, always talking. He just made a really funny sports joke that you didn't get. <laughs> me?
1: No, Isaac made it. Yeah, the I didn't get, it, you're saying. Yeah, you didn't get it. Yeah, I did. Isaac made it, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, I understood. I understand. Finish what you're good saying show. about it. Well, okay,
2: yeah. so what I'm saying is on the surface, yeah. this story doesn't seem that great, but because it's imbued with such good writing and such good characters, I found it really compelling. It's a warm story, it makes you feel good.
1: Mm, I like that.
2: Um, and that was really nice after Phasma, which is such a bummer. Mm-hmm. It's so dark. Yeah, this is just a
1: nice story. Phasma has like a happy thing happen at the end, but overall the story is. Yeah, bad thing after bad thing,
2: and this has a sad thing happen at the end, but it's ultimately a story of of Does
1: Alderon blow up at the end. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that's pretty sad.
2: It ends with everyone saying, "Hey, let's go out and pick some flowers in the garden." There's Explosion. a there's Explosion.
1: a really rough story in uh, from a certain point I of view. No, I knew they were going to do that. It's, it's rough, man. Dude. Oh man, especially I, I bet you get a lot of bale and leha, leha, brea, Breha. no brea, Briha. You probably get a lot of Briha and bail in that book don't in this book don't you yeah you do well you're not gonna like that story i'm in so upset a point of view as
2: soon as i finished this and mm-hmm. i started reading a certain point of view and i realized what i was doing i was like they're gonna go to alderaan and make me <laughs> cry aren't they they're gonna make yeah. me really sad they're
1: gonna make you real sad
2: Here's but we're not talking terms. about
1: from a certain point of view so we've had your initial thoughts both of you guys on the book my initial thought is i like that cover it's a pretty cool cover it's, it's nice a great and cover that's all I know about the book. I literally know nothing about this book. Cool. So when when does it take place? That's probably a question for Isaac.
0: Uh, Leia is sixteen years old in this book, and she's what nineteen in A New Hope. Yes, so yes. what three years before A New Hope?
2: Okay, okay, that's some math. So, so works, yes,
0: one of three Bby. You,
1: three Bby. What have you said? It concerns her becoming the princess of Alderaan. I thought yes. that she was just like born into that. So I don't understand that. But, get, yeah, so this is. is
2: this is a little weird, and I didn't
1: understand it because I have a small brain. I guess we're getting into spoilers now,
2: probably. This is um, this is a book that we say this every episode, but <laughs> this is a book. Well, first of all, we say it's a book, yeah, because it often is on our show. But this uh, you can more our show so is than a book. Yeah, it's like a book that you listen to on Audible dot com, but don't go there because you can't find our show. Hey, what if they sponsored a podcast? And-
1: you had to pay for it. The
2: requirements seem pretty low, so we probably <laughs> still don't qualify. Um, but Phasma was a sentence I was going to start saying, and I forgot what we're my talking thought about was. Leia. No, I know. Oh. I was going to compare it to that in some way. What were you asking? Oh, the, how she becomes Leia. Yeah. Is that,
1: what it's, is that what the book is about? Okay. I was confused on this.
2: It starts with some ceremony. Right, Isaac. She's getting ready for this ceremony. Yeah, and it's almost like she will officially be given the designation of princess. Is that right?
1: Because your yeah, mom is it's the like, queen. It's, right? it's
0: not like it's a test that she can fail necessarily. It's more. It seems more like a formal ceremony. Like she kind of has to. There's like a coming of age ceremony, like. It's one of the trials of, like, the heart and the mind and
1: the... So, like, it's it's almost like a ritual she has to perform, but it's not yeah. qualifying to become the princess. It's just yeah. something she has to do.
2: That's yeah. It's I it's got. like when you become a, a certain age, from a certain
1: point of age, you have to... Have a quinceañera or a bar mitzvah. This is really like a
2: quinceañera, okay. this book. Um, and we don't need to record anymore, because that was a perfect well, summation
1: of what the book is. I'm,
2: I didn't even read it. <laughs> just imagine a quince. Imagine your quinceañera. <laughs> And it's that.
1: Like it was yesterday. I That's right. From a certain era.
2: <laughs> Perfect pronunciation of that word. Um, so, um, I was a little bit confused. So there is this ceremony, and they say, Leia, not quite yet, Princess of Alderaan. You must perform the ceremonies of the body,
0: mind. How did Obi-Wan do Yeah. yeah
2: I was <laughs> <point>. <laughs> he made a really weird cameo. He wasn't dead yet, but he did
1: appear as a ghost. Speaking of Obi-Wan.
0: He made a really weird cameo with three Holmes. <laughs>
1: Speaking of Obi-Wan, Beatles
2: is more like this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Quit making it weird. There's. um... With Beatles. <laughs> speaking of Obi-Wan, there's a really good story, and from a certain point of view, this is what's going to be happening. Obi-Wan. This
2: entire episode is Riley is just going to be plugging from a certain point of view. It's so good, yeah, It is really good. Well, it so is good. good.
1: We're going to talk about it because I love it so much. It's so good. I understand.
2: Um, can you describe this kind of trial thing in more detail, Isaac? Yeah, oh, him. Okay.
0: Uh, yeah, I remember two of the. I remember the specifically one which was kind of where it was starting to lose me was kind of the like trial of the body was she had to like climb every rock side in the known galaxy. At some point, no, book,
2: it was, No, it was like uh, there was like one mountain on her. That
1: is one thing climb. I know. You guys both said that there's a lot of rock climbing in this book.
2: There's so much more than I would have anticipated or
1: <laughs> typically enjoyed in a book. Well, well Alderaan I, is known as a mountainous planet, so I'm not surprised.
0: Does and there it was take... like she had to, like, there was a. Whatever it was involved her, like, going on some sort of diplomatic mission. And isn't that where she ends up going to Wolbani in the first place? Because yes. it's part of the trials.
1: Hey, well, Bonnie's an anagram for Obi
2: Wan. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that, and a yeah. lot of people don't know that Daniel Craig was a stormtrooper in The Force Awakens. A lot of people
1: don't know Charles Dickens was paid by the word.
2: <laughs> a lot of people—they do. They listen to the show. Cool <laughs> joke, Isaac.
1: He did not finish the joke. <laughs>
2: okay. Um. So, yes, she has to enroll in a pathfinding class.
1: Oh, like Mass Effect. No. Andromeda.
2: It's... I hope it's not like that. Hey, I like that game. I didn't.
1: Play I it. was one of the three people who enjoyed I'm it. I'm jumping
2: on the bandwagon of hate. <laughs> I gotta hate something. Well, I yeah. like all things that are terrible. <laughs> I have to dogpile on things that people dislike. You probably would like
1: Andromeda then because probably. most people
2: hated it. Yeah. yeah. Um... And it is in this pathfinding class, which is almost like the Eagle Scouts or something. <laughs> she almost joins the intergalactic girls slash Boy Scouts. And um, it is in this class, and they're climbing mountains together and exploring, like, trails and doing meditation and stuff. It is in this class that she meets Amelyn Haldo, who is uh, Laura Dern's character in The Last Jedi. Oh,
1: I guess they are kind of the same age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they are contemporaries. It's weird to think, I feel like. I think of Laura Dern as so much younger, but she's probably around yeah. Carrie Fisher's age. You yeah. know what's
0: funny? I've heard other people talk about it, too, is the fact that, we, for whatever reason, it's an impression that I think just kind of took off based on no real evidence from, like, actual printed Lucasfilm material that the relationship between Holden and Leia was going to be somewhat contentious. It actually turned out they were... Ended up kind of liking each other by the end of the book. I mean, they at least had a mutual respect hmm. and admiration.
2: Yeah, I totally thought the same thing. I, I, in fact, I, I I think all that they said was that their relationship would be interesting. I don't think that anybody said they're really going to hate each other. But well, I thought that same thing.
1: Has not it been sort of established that Holdo's on the First Order side? Isn't she like a Canto bite friend of Snoke? She is a part of the New Republic. Oh, okay. Yeah. I okay. I'm way off. I thought that for some reason she was on Canto Bite, Part of that, she
2: may be on pool. that, but no. I, I'm pretty sure that like Poe escorts Leia on some mission to appeal to the New Republic, gotcha. which will. That's where they that she meets back up with with Haldo. Um, what did you think of Haldo, Isaac?
0: Uh she was fine. I uh I had a few a little a few uh. Breathe heavy through my nose. Let me say that I didn't laugh out loud. But I was like, "Hey, that's that's kind of silly what she did right there." That's that's what that was my takeaway. Like she was silly. She was a silly character. Well, have you seen her that's hair? It, yeah, that's hilarious. But that's in real life, and I haven't seen that yet in the movie, so I can't laugh at it yet.
2: Mm. I don't think it's supposed to be funny, though. I think it's just supposed to show that she she's like a real free spirit in in the book, and is uh. I really like. She's like Caldo. the Green
1: Party candidate. Well, Lay is the.
2: <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, no, that's about right. Yeah, that's about right. Um, she voted airplane. for what is it, Jill, Jill Stein? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she voted for her, um, and she was really cool. The thing I liked about this book, especially coming off of Phasma, which was so dark, is that there was a whimsicality to this book that I enjoyed. Oh, it I like that. felt like a young adult novel. Because Lost Stars was technically marketed as a young adult novel, but mm-hmm. it didn't feel that much like a young adult novel to me. Uh This, just from the plot of it and the way it was told, felt pretty firmly aimed for younger people. But I
1: really enjoyed that, and I think she nailed the tone of that. We've and, established we like YA literature. Yeah. They, like, we really do. It may be the only thing that we've established. If it's well written, we enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, it's
0: what we understand best.
2: And... <laughs> <laughs> The the younger, the more likely we are to read it. <laughs> Good night, children's mood? books. Mm, perfect, literally a flawless book. Uh, Cam Jansen,
0: Cam, give me some more of that.
2: Can't. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't either. Doctor, it's the book, the girl photographic anybody? memory. Okay, so well, yeah. I like the fact that it was pretty specifically a children's book. And, like, and Haldo was a good example of this. Mm-hmm. She felt like a character that could exist in the, like, series of Unfortunate Events world or something. Mm-hmm. She spoke in metaphors that were really confusing, so I'm surprised that Isaac didn't wow. like her character more. Yeah. So, like, literally every <laughs> sentence that she had, she was I like, she
0: was silly. I, it's I, like I a butter-side-up
2: toast on Mars. And Lady like, what? And she's like, well, it means that... And one of my favorite parts of the book was she's like, they say that the muffin always ends... Uh, frosting side down. So I wonder what would... Ha- oh, okay, right? Yeah, it always lands on that like yeah, side okay. of the frost. So she says, I wonder what would happen if you covered the whole muffin in frosting. Would it just never fall? Would it just float in midair? And she goes through this whole little weird monologue about a muffin floating in midair, and I was like, this is my kind of book right here. <laughs> this is good stuff. I like that. Yeah, it was really funny and whimsical. Um, so I liked that character. Uh, the other character she meets is Kier? Uh Knight? Lee? Isaac?
0: Kira, Kayati Mundi. Kira Damati.
2: Kira right? De- Damati. I think what we're What about close.
0: the joint of the Wookiees, <laughs> I so, hey, hey, the hey. on the Wookiees? Why
2: laugh? Yikes. So, what about the joy to tackle the Wookiees? Kira is her uh, little boyfriend's Here.
1: name. They are getting a
2: boyfriend. What did you make of the romance aspect of this, Isaac? Because basically, she meets this uh, other young little diplomat in her pathfinding class who's also <laughs> probably 16 or 17. And
0: these guys. That should started. have been, like, instead of the, the like, junior legislators, should have been the, uh, the little diplomats.
2: You know what? <laughs> it is kind of like they are running for student government. And that, like, if you just replace this in modern day and put it in a high school and they're like, we're running for student government, this would have felt about right.
1: I mean, she has to be good at it, being a senator at 19 or whatever, so mm-hmm. yeah, I'm oh, sure yeah. she excels at it. I, I feel like I'm getting a little, um which is kind of cool. The way you're describing this, I'm picturing Padme's ex-boyfriend that was on The Clone Wars, Clovis. Rush Clovis was his name. His first name was Rush? Yeah. Rush. Yeah. Like the band. Like the band. Clovis, yeah. like the band. Um <laughs> But th- that's kind of a neat Not to parallel. be confused with the little boyfriend she talks about in
2: Attack of the Clones, Paolo. Not to the be band. confused
1: with Paolo, the band. Paolo, honey. That sounded so
2: cool. Now Riley's
1: doing oh, it too. no, I
2: did it. Um, and you had references for people of all ages.
1: Yeah, but it's kind of neat the parallel because that was Leia's mom who had a little diplomat boyfriend, and now Leia yeah. has a little
0: diplomat boyfriend. But, Isaac, yeah.
1: how did you feel about the romance I interrupted you?
0: Let me. Um, it was a romance that I kind of.
1: Hey, Isaac, go like, ahead. Anytime, just
2: start talking about the romance.
0: This is a great bit, guys.
2: <laughs> we love it.
0: <laughs> Wish I continue.
1: could.
2: Continue.
0: <laughs> it Wish was a romance it. that I was trying to figure out all the way through the book, kind of where it was going. And by the end, I would say it was like kind of half and half for me as far as like kind of liking it and just kind of like whatever. I kind of enjoyed the fact that it turned out he was kind of like he didn't have any love for the Empire, but then again, he also didn't have love for the Rebellion because he ultimately, yeah. ultimately was putting Alderaan first. And so that was kind of a neat angle where you can like kind of have hatred for the Empire, but also not necessarily want to get involved with the Rebellion scene, what it could do, and knowing that the Empire has the, the power it has and if they're going to turn on you, that could uh, doom your family, your culture, your civilization, all that sort of thing. But then again, at the but end, I kind of felt like it was almost a way not a foreshadowing just kind of establishing that Leia was a character who understood what it was to kind of lose a lover and so you get him who dies and you're like oh yeah because Han dies later and so from that angle I'm like oh well he died by the enemy he kind of had to die because I mean something had to happen to him so yeah kind of half and half I'm like oh I guess
1: did we say spoilers that, like... by the way <laughs> yeah we said it. Okay, we were getting good, spoilers. Good,
0: good. <laughs> oh yeah guys spoil alert yeah <laughs> Kiari Ke- Mundy dies <laughs>
1: so the
2: whole time i was thinking this guy's double agent he's trying to get close with leia because he knows that she has connections to the rebellion um but no i liked their romance um i think that claudia gray is incredibly talented at writing romances obviously lost stars is all about that and this book just all the little specifics that she brings in are so so good uh, and it made me really invested in a teen romance in a prequel Star Wars book where you know the romance isn't going to work out, <laughs> and it still was compelling to read. So okay. it was very effective. Um,
0: I had a bee in my beehive on Tyrann book. Time for this book. I think I need to read this book again because. Just so many elements of this book didn't click with me. I was just imagining Everything, you
2: reading this book with like your arms crossed, like, mm, nope, no, still not good enough, Claudia Gray. You don't
0: understand how badly I wanted to like this book because I just figured at some point I would start liking it because i I imagine other book so much, and
2: now I'm imagining you sitting on your couch. Angrily shaking and shouting at the book, "Why won't you let me love you?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> Swear to me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, we need to talk about a
1: very important aspect of what the actual plot of. The yeah, book I was is. about to ask about the plot because so far I've not gotten. Is there a plot? Is there something besides becoming a princess? What happens in this book? Well, here's the thing. Um, this is something I noticed. I, I wonder
2: if Isaac has noticed this too. You know how in Thrawn there wasn't really a straightforward story yeah. it was like broken up into sections of him doing a mission mm-hmm. and then it was very self-contained and the next part he was promoted to a different position and the same thing would happen over again yeah and this book felt like that too where there was not a just linear we have to get the something to the somewhere or whatever it was just purely towards the beginning of the book she goes on, um, she, she's wanting to become more and more independent. First, she goes to Wobani, and she tries to, she finds out this crazy loophole to free a bunch of the slaves that are in the camps owned by the Empire there. She finds mm-hmm. this loophole to do it, but it creates all this civil unrest, so her parents are like, uh, don't do that
0: ever yeah, again. I remember it's You're ruining it turned everything. It actually like, kind of lampooned a, uh, a deal that uh, the Organas were working on. To basically free yeah. all of was the it like people down there. Was it like a National Deliberate everybody. Yeah,
2: she did a National Lampoon family vacation because she brought all of the families on Mabani on vacation to Alderaan. Every time. <laughs> Every time. And <laughs> so she thought that she was doing something really great, and it was really fun and satisfying to read. And then she gets back, and her parents are like, we were already working on this thing, and now mm-hmm. you ruined it. And now this the Empire's not going to trust us there. So she kind of is like, okay... Because she's trying to go on these like diplomatic missions, right? So then she goes to Crate,
1: where's the ambassador?
0: Where?
2: Where is the ambassador? (laughs) So she goes to Crate. Where? Uh, Crate Fang. What?
0: What? The Crate Fang. Who? It's the Crate Fang. What? What? It's the Crate Fang.
2: What? Like the planet from the Last (laughs) Jedi. Okay. Okay, got it. So. She goes to Crate Fang and she is captured by some weird, like, uh, not tribe, by this, like, little military encampment. She doesn't know what it is. And they imprison her in this room, and the leader walks in, and it's her dad. It's Bail Organa. Hmm. And she realizes that she has found a secret rebel base oh. on Crate. And he is like, um, I almost shot you out of the sky because this is a secret <laughs> place where no one's supposed to be. And we yeah. saw this ship coming in. So basically, uh, the the story is her realizing that her parents are involved in this rebellion against oh, the Empire. that's cool. I like that. And this is new information for her. Mm-hmm. And she is totally on board with the cause. But they are so afraid to lose her. Right. They try to keep her out of it. And she wants to be involved, keeps getting herself in, in danger. That's kind of the story. You know
0: what I just realized? You know how bad of a podcast we are? Yes. We did not lead off this book discussion with uh, mentioning a character in this book who has a small connection to the, uh, the very show that we do.
1: Is Tarkin in this book? I was going to hey, get there.
0: I'm Grand Moff Tarkin. Grand Moff Tarkin. He
2: is in the book. But well, he doesn't come in until the end, so I was going to mention it when we got the to The end?
0: There. Which end were you reading? He was on page, like, 20 for me.
2: <laughs> I read the book backwards.
0: <laughs> well, there you go, Jake. You're silly sometimes. I guess he does know? show
2: up throughout the book, but he, his story is more significant at the end, I guess. Did sometimes get...
0: if, you, if you just take the little, the little piece of silly out of your mouth and just put it on the ground and work along.
2: Are you saying I shouldn't be eating silly putty constantly while we're doing the show?
0: You know what, buddy? I'm just trying to help a friend out.
1: Now, was this a CGI Tarkin in the book, or was it the they actual Specifically, one? do you mention that he's CGI? Okay, okay. Good Good to know. Tarkin's it was, it face a, is looking a, puppet, a little weird.
0: The, uh, the first draft, and then the, uh, the final draft, they switched to a CGI for post.
2: Okay, gotcha. They, in in the book, Tarkin is played by an actor who looks almost exactly like him, and then they CGI his face anyway. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Isaac, what did you think of the of the actual story of the book? Of, of um, this, her indoctrination into the rebellion.
0: I mean, I don't know. It was just it was fine for me. That's that's the, the the issue. Is like it's everything about the book was just fine for me. And I, I know we t- we texted about this a little bit discussing this book beforehand. And I know Riley mentioned join our text conversation. He wasn't too thrilled Time about it.
1: We'll let you in know, on the text conversation. <laughs> We're talking over so much. Sorry, Isaac. <laughs> Continue. I'm fine. Go ahead.
0: But. Uh, as Riley mentioned, kind of, not necessarily being done with Leia, just kind of wanting a break from Leia because we yeah. have a lot of information on Leia. And that was kind of where I was on this book, where, like, we have a lot of Leia right now. And I know a lot of people hmm. love Leia. I love Leia. but Sounds like you don't. really. You know, like, that's what it sounds like, and that's quite frankly what I'm starting to believe now, is I don't think I like Leia. I don't think I'm a like
1: Leia fan. Now I'm not going to let you say that. You're just in a heated We're gaming going moment to right co- now, oh and you have to <laughs> not say that you don't like Leia. Send a really half-hearted apology on your YouTube channel. <laughs> no, I totally understand what you're saying. We Out of the three, the OG three, we've gotten the most stuff with Leia post-Disney. That's uh, that's true. We've gotten a lot of Leia stuff. Post-haste. How Post-haste. much have we received?
2: We've got Bloodlines, and we've got this. I
1: feel we've like there's just Leia been Leia a lot of yeah.
2: Series. Wait,
1: what did you say? Princess Leia comic.
2: Well, there's we've also a Darth Vader comic and a Poe Dameron comic. And you don't feel Dr. you Africa don't feel comic. like we've
1: gotten a lot of Leia more than Han and luke i don't like we've gotten zero i guess
2: we've got more in than han's dead so we're also getting a solo movie on that's that's what
1: i'm saying i think we went through the leia phase the han phase is coming up next and then after episode nine we're going to get in the luke phase where they open the luke floodgates is what i have you you heard about this book that they're doing no
2: like from a certain point of view but it's all but point t- of view? it's the, like the legends of Luke Skywalker it's, it's all, the, all these uh, the, different like, legends of Luke Skywalker are you serious yeah have you heard about this book no is that a real thing are you... right up
0: the grandma talking out are you it teasing sounds... me right no, now no it
2: sounds amazing that for does sound years. amazing it I might have read about it on the Star it Wars, Wars leaks it almost sounds like a
0: journal sort
1: the... of style book so it's not officially announced
0: it's real though I promise it is
1: I have a question unless there's something no. specifically you guys want to talk about Riley yeah yeah it's announced
2: it's coming out October 31st 2017 what's it called no, it's not. That's like Great
1: what, I, that's this month. Yes. What's it called? Where am I? Just I just it. At- I thought I was a Star Wars fan. The last Je- Jedi. Journey to Star Wars: Last Jedi. The Legends of Luke Skywalker.
2: Yeah,
1: that's what's called. <laughs> for the listeners and for Isaac, I just threw something across the room. He did. Now I don't have anything to
2: play. Yeah, this. I was just about to say. Now his hands are going to go insane. He's going to start choking people. Um,
0: like the what, like the, the uh, titular clown posse.
2: The what? titular clown cl- I can <laughs> you
0: know the rap band titular clown posse
1: that's right the rap band TCP um okay so here's my question I'm very excited about that Luke news I'm not a true fan because I didn't even that's know
0: that's not news right?
1: well I'm just not a real fan we, so, ah! so we don't need to open up the news gun race segment no she just said
0: it <laughs> my lord is that legal I don't think so that's good news no need to report that
1: um. Here's my question. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Riley
2: just pulled out a blaster. He just. The thing that he's now playing with is a gun. Yeah, well, it's, it's not a pl- real gun. It's a real gun. He's going to shoot the listeners. Oh no. Um. Here's my question. Ask your question. Hey, I we are not getting that much Leia content, I feel. It's not overwhelming to me.
1: I just guess I'm burnout on Leia, along with Isaac. We're a little burnout for some reason. Oh, boy. Why well, I'm Burnout Revenge
0: like, for ps I'm glad we have Burnout Revenge the show. Is it? That's, that's what I gotta say. Like, we're, we're staying afloat by the, uh, the skin of our chest.
2: I don't <laughs> understand. Gross. I don't understand what you're saying or why you're saying it. Gross. <laughs> 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 um,
1: okay, so here's my real question about Leia. All right. Does this to. mostly take place on Alderaan? I, you said she goes to Wobani. This, is, do we get a lot of Alderaan? Because Alderaan has do. always interested me. Yeah, there's, we get a lot of Alderaan. Okay, because there's... Like There's a Star Wars game, The Old Republic, where you can go to Alderaan and you get a lot of lore from Alderaan and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I like the culture and the lore of Alderaan. So I, yeah. do we learn more about that?
2: You do. You learn more about their various rituals for uh, certain things. Obviously, mm-hmm. they have a weird ritual for becoming a princess. Yeah. And they kind of have that for a lot of different areas of life. You learn their rituals for the importance of how important it is if a guy lets down your hair. Oh, that's a thing? That oh, was a thing. It
0: is a oh, saucy if a guy lets down the hair. You
2: remember that? That's like... So they, they basically...
1: Yeah, what Isaac said, it's it's Alderaan second base. It's yeah. It's letting down the hair.
2: Yeah. Okay. It's Interesting. Like
1: get... I never knew that about Alderon, and now I do. I'm, and I you know what? I'm better for it. Don't just go pulling people's hairpins
2: in Alderon like I, you do now. I'm going to be careful.
1: <laughs> yeah. Here you can do it willy-nilly. Anybody <laughs> you see on
2: the street pull out their hairpins. <laughs> they don't care at all. No, they're like, hey, nice to meet you. Um... <laughs>
1: What was I gonna say about this book? Oh Who's well, the who's the bad guy? Is there a bad guy? What's the conflict? Uh, it's mostly Graymoff Tarkin is the bad guy. Okay. So the conflict is the her guy. trying to join the rebellion. <laughs> the bad guy is the audience. What? Yeah. There's a mirror on one page. It says
2: the bad guy is when you turn the page and there's a mirror there and it says you. Oh no. Like it a says monster a villain at the end of the book.
0: Villain is you. And you're like, Yakov yeah, miranoff
2: No, it doesn't say that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like a Star Wars name though.
2: Yeah, that's true. The, the, yeah, the the one thing that is, I guess, a little bit weak about—if I had to ding in on one thing—is that there is not ding. a <laughs> yes, correct. Jake Corner. Jake Sting Corner. Um, Jake Sting.
1: Jake Sting. Hey, Every, all the kids are doing it. Jake Sting. That's right. I'm using emojis <laughs> when I <jixed>. Um <laughs> jax the position. Jar Jar jex it.
0: <laughs> so many levels deep
2: so many levels deep okay um, yeah there's not a strong overarching sense of urgency to the story because it seems like there's no like you have to complete your trial in 30 days it's just like you know whenever you get around to it wander around the mountains talk to your friends and she's going on these missions but they, they seem pretty voluntary um,
0: can I say something too Yeah. sure when you're done ahead. are you done uh I uh, yeah sure go ahead are you sure.
2: Yeah, I think I'm done.
0: Okay. You know what? I'll go. So go ahead. My thing is, when we get to A New Hope, a lot of a lot of people say, and I I tend to agree, that Princess Leia is the one character we get in A New Hope that is already formed. Like she already has her motivation. She has her determination. Like she's she's pretty fleshed out by the time we get there. That's true. Like she she's pretty self determined already. And so you would think a book like this would kind of take you from maybe a more uncertain leia and kind of build her into the la would meet a new hope but i mean it's not necessarily a weakness of her character but i feel like she's she's still pretty strong in this book it's just kind of like a more of a personality trait than like a character arc of her reaching the point where she wants to be part of this rebellion would you with that, Jake? uh
2: i don't know that i do i mean I guess you're right. She is a strong character at the beginning. She's not like, I'm afraid to go outside the house. It's not like that. Um, because she immediately is like, this idea of the rebellion scares me, but I'm totally into it. However, she is a noticeably different character. In fact, it was when I started reading the book, I, I wasn't sure how I felt about it. Because I was like, I don't think the Claudia Gray is capturing Leia's voice very well. But what I realized was she's she's 16 and why is Riley so mad?
1: I want to talk about certain point of view so bad. There is a there's a story at the end of that book that is just it applies so much to what you two are talking about right now and I cannot talk about it. I mean you could, I guess, but I could, but it's such a good story. I want you to read it yourself. Okay. You're a good friend. But it's um Talking about how Leia's personality is already formed at sixteen, and she is the person she is. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's scratching a certain point of view itch.
2: It's yeah. It, so she is different. Like her voice is different, and her views on things are different. She's not as quippy. Mm-hmm. In this book, she's still very much in government mode. She's living on the richest planet in the world in <laughs> this very privileged lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So she's a bit more formal. But it started to be clear to me that this is a very intentional choice that Claudia Gray is making. And by the end of it, she is more similar to the lady you see. But I think you're right, uh, Isaac. She, it's not that she has to go, she, has, she doesn't have to overcome a character flaw, which is interesting. It's not like uh-huh. Ray having to overcome her fear of losing her parents. It's, or I'm sorry, not losing her parents, of, you know, not Nying, yeah. finding her parents ever again.
0: There's not really something uh-huh.
2: like that. It's a very st- strange story. It's yeah.
1: Man, there's such a there, oh. Yeah. I just want to talk about that book so bad because it is Me so too. good. Now, it's, I'm to finish the book. You need to finish it. Read the Yoda story. You, it's gonna be right up your alley. After that mm. talk right there, I'm gonna finish it. We'll talk about it soon. again next time. Um, I you know
0: also too. What, yeah. I, what I also was thinking about was maybe ultimately my end up with this book is. Like, I think I I know the character of Leia pretty well, and that's why I've been liking a lot of these books. Like, why I enjoyed Phasma so much is because I didn't know a lick about Phasma, and I feel like I learned something by the end of this. Mm -hmm. And by the end of Leia, I don't know if I necessarily learned a ton. I mean, I learned a little bit. I mean, I guess it's just kind of like maybe it's like a first-world problem for a Star Wars fan is I feel like I didn't learn a ton. I only learned some. So that's maybe ultimately where I land on the Leia book is I don't know if I – necessarily left the book with a lot more than i entered it with
1: i
2: think what i realized um because i felt the same way i was like i don't really see the need for a book like this because in general just on principle i don't like the idea of origin stories for the original trilogy characters Mm -hmm. i like the fact that our introduction to them is the introduction that we have in the films. And so just on principle, I was like, I don't think I like this idea, but it was Claudia Gray's. I was like, I'll give it a shot. And by the end of it, I realized, you know what? These books are going to be fine because if they're good books that are well-written and full of heart and humor and things like that, then it'll be worth it. And it, it actually made me more confident in the Han Solo movie by the end of it, which I'm also not thrilled about. I don't, in general, like the idea of finding more out about this character whose mystique was kind of part of the point. Yeah. But if it's good and it's well-made and well-acted and the story is compelling, then who cares?
1: I'm a broken record at this point though, Mm -hmm. but there, there are some stories about Han Solo. No, there's some stories in certain point of view that, that do that with Luke, where you get (gasps) Luke fleshed out a little bit. Now, none of it is from his point of view. Right. And and, it like, You get three paragraphs of info about Luke. One of them's from
2: R5-D3 or whatever. Well, I mean, pre... (laughs) DJMC?
1: Yeah, it's from 3DMC. 3DMC. You get get info pre A New Hope, Luke. Mm. Like three paragraphs worth in various Mm -hmm. stories. And every time I feel like it really helped, it added to Luke's character in the movie. Yeah. Be- but it wasn't a full story about Luke. It was a paragraph about how what Luke was like when he was six years old, or something like that, you know. And it's it really fleshed Luke out, and I liked it a like lot. Like a snapshot, like a little snapshot. Have we talked about snapshots on this show before? Let's I don't... talk about snapshots. Well, let's
0: establish know. that
1: you can take a picture.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like longer.
1: you can take a picture. You can picture a take, but can you? That's all. Picture? That's all I've got so far. But can you pick no. a picture? No, no. Um, I don't know
2: if I have a whole lot else to say about this book, other than the fact that I, uh, I actually recommend it more strongly than Phasma. It's very mm. good.
0: Can I at least ask this question to Jake specifically? No, thanks.
2: Okay. Yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do I, Did I at least, because this is one of my pet peeves, like, if I'm listening to any podcast, not just a Star Wars podcast. Okay. If someone says they don't like something and they don't really have a good reason besides they just want to be difficult. Did I at least communicate why I didn't like this book in a satisfying way where you understand where I'm coming from?
2: Yes. Oh, so here's the thing we should talk about. What did you think about the relationship with her parents? Was that something that oh, yeah, affected I talk,
1: you? I want to ask about them.
2: Because that's a big part of the book. That, that's true. where the tension comes from, almost.
0: Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the book, like, that's what seemed a little bit tropey to me, actually, when the book first started, was that, like, you need a teenager to be able to go on an adventure, and so you kind of need absent parents to be able to fulfill that. But I feel like by the end of the book, the relationship between her parents, you could tell just how much love was there, that they obviously weren't abandoning her, that there was a reason why they were doing this, this to her. They were giving her an appropriate amount of information that I think that you would give, like, a 16-year-old child in real life if you're a a husband and a wife going through, like, a really tense, like, life-altering situation. And so I I really, I mean, I love information on, like, Bell Organa or any of those, like, kind of the the families like that, be it the Nabaris or the Organas or things of that nature. I really enjoy that sort of thing. And so, yeah, by the end of the book, I, I really like seeing them kind of fleshed out and seeing, like, Bria's artificial heart and kidneys, or something like that. Those neat touches, and also made me understand the uh, kind of the rock climbing thing too, because her and uh, Bria and Leia went on a little rock climbing adventure together.
2: Yes, very nice. I I um was irritated at the beginning beginning of the book because I was like, no, they're not going to give Leia ignorant absentee parents who are <laughs> semi like emotionally distant from her. So you're,
0: you're what the kind of
2: I, I well at the very beginning. But yeah. that's what you're supposed yeah. to think. You're supposed to be like, what? Violent are, are yeah. like this. But no, what, what's happening is they're they're distant because she feels like her parents are hiding something
1: Which from they her are. And, yeah. they are yeah. and
2: that thing is their rebellion. And then I was like, ah, I'm into this. This is yeah. good. Um and then their relationship just gets stronger throughout the book. It's very, very good.
1: I think it's a, te- sure. a real testament to Jimmy Smith's that Bella Organa is such a loved character. Yes. Because we have so little about him. The very idea But when he shows up in like Rogue One, everyone's like, Yes, oh, I know that's awesome. I can't even <laughs> remember the actress who plays
2: um Priya in Revenge of the second. Yeah, but on just the, the way second, that but, they yeah. looked at that baby. Yeah. When I was reading them being distant from her, I was like, That's not what Leia's parents would yeah, be no. like. Even though I just saw him for one okay. shot of one movie. So Star Wars reading. is good. I guess so, Isaac. I guess so. Thanks. I agree you with you. Do you guess both.
0: or do you know?
1: I guess. No okay. or no not. I'll, I'll take what I can get. There's no guessing. Well bad. <laughs> bad episode of the podcast. Bad, I ruined it right there. <laughs> it was good up until this very second. <laughs> this has been a good one. I've enjoyed this one. Yeah.
0: Nice. Um so I don't, Maybe, maybe this more often. I'll just stay here and you guys can play patty cake with each other in person. Okay. We're we should talk about
2: right Tarkins.
0: Thing. thing the oh, way
2: Tuck he comes into the story yeah
1: how is Tarkin involved in this story he is
2: sort of the antagonist in that he is um
0: is he really sort of an antagonist in anything
1: he's always sort of the antagonist yeah he's never the full antagonist he's yeah. just sort of an he's an
2: antagonist. always he's always sort of the he's real like antagonist.
1: sometimes he's the antagonist <laughs> antagonist sometimes he's just the partial antagonist that's right um, Sometimes the antagonist is, is just evil itself. Guys. Antagonist is a weird word
2: now. When you say it a lot, yeah. it doesn't sound like a real word after Listeners a while. Listeners at home, say it out loud right now. Antagonist, 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 <laughs> antagonist. Um, The he is clearly suspicious of Bale and Bria and the Alderanian government mm-hmm. being involved
1: in the Rebellion. Which is why I think he so very easily destroys alderaan. oh Yeah.
2: So that you get a lot of <laughs> yeah. context for why he picked alderaan Right. Um especially after the the nonsense that Leia pulls on him in this book. Um so he's clearly suspicious of that. And then Isaac, what would you describe kind of what happens with him?
0: Um well the that one scene, that's like probably the biggest scene he's in is like he kind of just shows up uninvited to it turns out it's like uh it's under the guise of kind of a dinner party with the organas and their friends, but what it really is is a meeting of the for the rebellion. Yes, it and is so, a
2: it is like a ball, like on Alderon, but it's a Balderon. It's a Balderon. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also a, a secret meeting of the rebellion. And everybody mm-hmm. there knows this. That's the only cool. people that yeah. were invited were, we're rebellion. rebellion sympathizers.
0: And so he shows, kind of up shows up uninvited. Mm. Vaguely knowing this information. He's like, hey, my so ship way- ran
2: out of gas. Mm. So I'm just going to pop in.
0: Yeah, and so how they get him out, or they throw him off the scent, is Brea fakes kind of like an outrage over the fact that she says that she has found out that Mon Mothma and Bale are sleeping together. Yeah. And so that's kind of-
2: <laughs> And they, and so they start this whole scene at the dinner table and Leia is able to pick up on the fact that it's, it's, not true. That it's a, you know, a ruse. And so she starts sobbing and being like, how could you do this to me? Yeah. I could, and then, you know, they're like, how could you do this in front of our daughter? Mm. And like Tarkin's like, this is insane. <laughs> this is mm-hmm. this is so inappropriate to do this in public. Yeah. I'm out of
1: here. That's Later, awesome. skaters. That's, a, that's awesome.
0: When I said this book had like some really high, some really big highs for me. I'll give it that, is, like, these scenes where Leia and Tarkin were alone with each other. You could tell that Tarkin knew something was up with the Organas, and he figured that, of course, the 16-year-old girl is the way to the secrets. She's going to break if I, like, just kind of do the normal standard interrogation. And so seeing her be able to stand up to him the way that she did and and just play a perfect poker face, not give him the slightest inclination as to what was going on, I really like that.
2: Yeah, that, that's a, there's a really good scene, even after that dinner party, where she encounters Tarkin again in a different context, and he's trying to get information mm-hmm. on where another, I think, rebel outpost is. And so he starts listing these planets and just seeing what her reaction is, and you get inside Leia's head in this moment of her very consciously realizing what's happening, knowing that she can't even allow her face to twitch in any way. Mm-hmm. And that stuff is pretty cool. It's pretty good. You know what
0: we need? Is a chart graphing every bit of new canon material that has mentioned Grand Moff Tarkin by name, because I feel like it's all of them, but especially the novels. Like, I can you think of a novel on top of your head that doesn't at least give a passing mention to Grand Moff Tarkin? Because Phasma. I mean,
2: yeah, Phasma. Hey, did you read Phasma?
0: No, Phasma. And so then I'll read that and I'll figure out.
2: There you go, there Phasma. One.
0: But what I'm saying, phasma. though, is, phasma. like, especially in every... Hey, Isaac, I think
2: Phasma though. doesn't mention Tarkin. I understand. Phasma. You
0: guys understand phasma. me, though? Yeah. You guys understand I, me? I, I
1: no, understand. You, know no, you know what I'm talking about? I get it. Voice. I Do you realize that Grandfather
0: Tarkins and, like, all the new mechanics material for the most part?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do you understand me? I understand you. It's guys.
0: You uh, can we? Jake?
2: Tell me what you're thinking about first. Let's
0: talk is bros right now. I don't and know. And talk about my personal favorite moment of this book, which I'm sure is many other people's favorites, is our introduction to uh, a little character from uh, the Pentominus.
1: Heyo, Captain Pancake. <laughs> Great. Yeah. <laughs> so Captain Pancake is in this. He is a moth, right? He is Grand Moth Pancake. Grand Moth Pancake. <laughs> He's not the Grand Moth. He's just Moth Pancake. He's a little Moth Pancake. Yeah, a little Moth Pancake. Minor Moth Pancake. We are, of yeah, course, Moff. actually Wait. talking about he- Captain Pananca from... Episode one. Riley,
0: did you, We're sitting ducks out here. Did you have a? Did you share a dentist with a Lulamoth <laughs> Banker?
1: Yeah, we went to the same orthodontist in Columbus.
0: Oh,
2: uh, listeners of bonus uh segments at the end, post-credit sequences of the first EU episode will know that Riley had the same dentist. How heads. do
1: you remember when
2: we Little say that? Our show's a
1: lot. Yeah, how do you remember when we yeah. say these? I things? have a really good memory for pop culture stuff. Oh, I have a very terrible. Memory. I consider very our show to be a part of pop culture. Yeah, well. Somebody's. We are unpop culture. That's even worse. So, do we get a lot of Captain Pancake? No, no. But it's pretty cool. So, there's.
2: What, what planet is she on? She's on Coruscant. She has to go on this mission to Coruscant. Coruscant. can't. Chorus can't. Oh, bye. And she's he's on like, Naboo, though, isn't yeah, Coruscant. Oh, it's Naboo. On oh, Naboo, that makes way yeah. more sense. So Naboo, she's there, and there's this dialogue between them. She's meeting with. Captain Pancake.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And he is looking at her like,
1: who, you did, you, so who did you say your parents are
2: again? <laughs> oh, I like that. And she's like, well, I, I'm, you know, Bale and Leah, but I, yeah, I'm adopted. And he's like, huh. And so she keeps talking. He's like, how old did you say you were again? Oh, that's real good. And she's like, I'm 16.
1: Good thing he dies on the And Death so,
2: star. well, no, no, no. So he this doesn't? Is, this is different canon now, oh, right? So, yeah, he's So what star. happens is, so She's trying to plead with him for Grand Moff Tarkin or no, for the Emperor. Mm-hmm. Not even the Emperor, but he wants... <laughs> you can say what? It. She wants him. this planet to help um, Alderaan in some way. Okay. So she's pleading for his help. So at the end of this conversation where he's clearly distracted and he's curious about her and he puts something together in his head he's like I'll be sure to mention this uh, even to the emperor, mm.
0: because he knows. I was oh, like,
2: "Holy was. crap! This is cool."
1: That's not good. And Then,
2: he has he's walking out, he's getting back on his ship, and there is uh, an assassination, and he's really? killed by the Dreamers.
0: Oh, by Soguerra himself!
2: By Soguerra. He's really killed by Saul, or just Hello?
0: his his people?
2: I think that's correct. That's right, isn't it? That the Dreamers.
0: Uh, yeah, it was Saw Gerrera's uh, Partisans.
2: That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so not the Dreamers, because they're not the Dreamers yet, but the, yeah. Partisan, the Partisans. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, all the connections. Cool. You yeah. got a connection between Rogue One, Phantominus, yeah, and, and
0: a, a New, New Hope, Hope, which is or... yeah.
2: sick. You're,
0: that you're just... part was juicy for my stomach.
2: You are running your Star Wars hands through my hair in a soothing way. <laughs> don't don't <laughs> let his hair down. Don't you, you dare. You shaved
0: my hair off and put on the... <laughs> mother chaps of one you set no your you, you set
2: your laser whip to normal.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> can um, listen to that episode. Yeah. So not. any other things to say about this book? I give it a strong recommend. Isaac
0: Wait, I think Riley has a scoring system. Yeah, we're not doing boy. scoring yet, Jake. Oh.
2: Just I any other thoughts? Just was saying that I, I liked give, it. I
0: give this book a uh, a recommend to myself to read again.
1: Okay. Well, we're I not might doing the scoring yet. Okay, so, how many cliffs how, <laughs> would you give this? How many climbing gears out of, okay, let's say... How many shields that protect you when you fall off a cliff would you how give many, it? How many climbing shield gifts? 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 <laughs> yes, keep going. How many climbing shield cliff out of nine falling to your deaths would you give this book? What? Are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> so the individual stars are that would be, be like saying, um, I think, out of makes, ten stars, how many Jupiters do you give it? How ma- I, it makes perfect sense, I believe. So one right, Uranus. Out one of- Uranus.
0: <laughs>
1: it's Uranus, which is also funny because it says urine. So out of nine, out of okay, I said you heard me say it. How many nine gifts? How many? <laughs> climbing gear shield gifts out of nine <laughs> cliffs, do you give it right now? Tell me
0: eight. 5. Okay. Oh,
1: 8.5. That's high, Isaac.
0: I would give it of uh, three normal <laughs> modes, two stun <laughs> modes, and uh, two and a half uh, kill modes. So, that was that add up to seven and a half cliffs.
1: That's a lot for how much you didn't like this book. I think, that
0: you're, I think you're apologizing. The sum is greater than its parts, or is that the other way around?
2: Sure. If the parts are greater than its sum. That's the right way
1: to say Isaac, it. do you want to go ahead and pre-apologize for uh, hating this book so much so we don't have to do it? Save next Save the episode? apology for next episode, I say.
0: <laughs> I say. Good I tune in next episode? We'll tag you in the, uh, the show notes.
2: Sure. No, we will. Yeah, we will,
1: because <laughs> we like this book.
0: Yeah.
2: I'll tag her and say, hey, Claudia Gray. I, I like your the, book. Yeah, there you go. And then I'll say, Hey, Claudia Gray. Ireck on Twitter thought
1: it sucked. If you think Claudia Gray is getting past our letter segment, you are sadly mistaken. <laughs> Even if she does try to listen. If you think literally anybody is, they're mistaken. <laughs> well, guys, thank you. you. Dark
0: still here? Hey, Darth Goody.
1: Hey, We're what's here. up? Are you still listening? What's up, Shanmer? What's up? Tweet Jan might not 30.
2: be here still. She she hasn't she hit hasn't us up on Twitter in a while. You
1: know what? You're right. Shan Work, are you still out there? We miss you. Tweet, tweet
2: us peanut tweet butter. butter.
1: <laughs> you haven't said anything to us. Tweet in a us while. butter. <laughs> 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 um. Okay. Well, I think that's it. We did it. Bye. Uh. Well, no, we have more to say. Send us an email. Ah. Uh, yes. Follow us on Twitter. At talking. Tell your friends. Tell all your friends. And if you don't have any, make some. Make some friends just so you can tell them. Go, Go to, to a,
0: from Toy Story. Go to a business
2: luncheon one. at a hotel and introduce yourself. Please do. To everybody there. Without a doubt. And tell them, have you listened to talking sure. the podcast? Do it.
0: Do you know when I was a kid, I just told the difference between lunch and a luncheon. I thought it was all the same thing. Well,
2: I mean. I mean, they kind of are. When you were a kid... Was that a thing that was of real concern? You were going to a lot of luncheons?
0: Well, I've heard the word a lot. Why? I was running in circles that you can't even begin to grasp, Jake. I can't wow.
1: grasp the circles. They're hard. They're, Go there's, ahead, no, try. there's no end to grab a circle with. Yeah. You want to you grab a line? Real easy. I, that's why hey Jake, uh, Hula Hoops are so hard to grab. That's my favorite Radiohead album, Grab the Circle Where It Starts. <laughs> On that note, we're out of here. Uh, thanks for listening to this delicately curated, long-form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga tailored to the modern fanatic, brought to you <laughs> lovingly in weekly increments by the loquacious yet soothing voices of your hosts, Riley, Jake, hey. and Isaac.
0: Ooh, teeny! That's a Star Wars joke, and we can all get
1: behind, guys. I'm, I'm behind it fully, 100%. Bye. My, like a bud. My ears are off. I can't hear anything.
0: is that a phone in your pocket
1: (laughs) no i'm just happy to hear you
0: oh good (laughs)